listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I'm back again with Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Shotwell. Yeah, I'm just would, would you just start introing you like that? Or you just That's like fine. Kyle. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a Smash up. Brothers like splashboard, and it's like Kyle. And yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. So uh as you listeners know, uh like the last two weeks, there haven't there hasn't been a new episode, but that's because news was pretty dry, to be honest. Not much movie news out there. I didn't there. see anything. Exactly, it was dry. I was like a a pilgrim in in <laughs> the in like a desert looking for water, you know. <laughs> but then yeah, this, sure. Yeah, but then this week, and then like at the end of like Friday before, news started to come out, and I was like, oh, okay, now it looks like we're we're back in business. Meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> so uh, one of the first things I want to talk about, and this is just a random one, and you probably, and if you haven't seen the movie, it's okay. But Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, has just announced a Scorpion King reboot is in the works. That's so weird. <laughs> That's so weird. Because it's already a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Like wasn't the, the Scorpion King was just a spinoff of the Mummy, so they're gonna make a remake of a spinoff. Yep, pretty and much. Was that was that movie even that good? I remember the CGI is awful. Oh my, it's 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 good in a bad. It's so bad, it's good. Okay, like like like, you, like in a Mortal Kombat way. Yeah, like a Mortal like, Kombat two way. Like in a Mortal Kombat one way. Okay. Yeah, except Mortal Kombat one has like way better dialogue, but you, you yeah. <laughs> but but like this is just like the Rock's first movie. You know, and he's like, like he still has the rock persona, yeah. But he's like, I don't know, this like warrior and stuff. And like, there's all of these like hyper masculine moments where like, like they're like sword fighting and they like clash for the first time and the swords like break. Oh my god! And it's like, all right, I need to, I need to, I need to watch that movie. I need to watch those mummy movies. I mean, I remember my friends playing them for me when I was a kid, and I hated anything that was horror related. <laughs> So, like, I would always leave my friend's house and they would start watching The Mummy. But I had a friend who was obsessed with it. Like, do you ever obsessed get, with that franchise. Do you ever get, like, uh, curious about that? Like, when we're super young and, like, there's any type of horror elements, how, like, the aversion kind of starts and then where, yeah. where that, like, what point did that disappear and start? Yeah, well, it's like, that's what makes that's what realize you're afraid of something. So that's what builds up whatever you're scared of. And then you like getting scared when you get older. So you watch the shit that scared you. Right. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that kind of, I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I'm still a wuss. So <laughs> there's a lot of horror movies. I still just don't want, just don't watch at all. Yeah. I kind of have to get comfortable with the worlds of it first before I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'll start watching it, you know, but uh, with the Scorpion King, you know, that was like kind of a straight up like it was an action movie. Action wasn't movie. It? Exactly. Yeah. See, and, I didn't know that. I heard mummy and thought horror. <laughs> yeah, well, it was confusing at the time because the the second mummy movie was called like Rise of the Scorpion King or something like that. 
and uh, that's because the Scorpion. That's where the Rock first showed up. And right, the, yeah. Like, but he was like a CG scorpion monster. No, that's the cg i'm referring to that's really bad yeah and it was just it, it didn't look that good at all but he was the bad guy in that and then they made the spinoff and he's like the lead good guy and i'm like okay well i guess he's gonna end up being a bad guy that sounds like dracula untold oh boy have you you watched that finally <laughs> no oh <laughs> but i know yeah. that's what happens yeah dracula untold that was another confusing thing interestingly enough though we got some universal news on Friday, then um, I was like, I was like, hmm, seems like they're going back to the well. Van Helsing. Did they announce who's playing Van Helsing? Well, well, here's the thing. They didn't straight up say they were making a Van Helsing movie. They just said, oh, well, uh, the, tw- the, the, the writer and directors of 21 Jump Street movies have teamed up with Channing Tatum to do a universal horror movie. Okay. Okay. But it was unnamed. But I was like, it's fucking Van Helsing. I know it's Van Helsing. And they're yeah? probably. I would love to see that, man. I, I always have this fantasy when I watch the old movies. Then I'm like, there's this actor who plays Van Helsing in the old Dracula. And he's in all the other monster movies. But he's a, he's playing a different character. Because mm-hmm. that was just the way it was back then. Mm-hmm. Just like the, most actors were in most movies. Because they didn't have that many. I don't know. And in my brain, though, my imagination, I'm like, he's actually Van Helsing. Like, even in this <laughs> scene, like... You know what I mean? He's just yeah. there to gather and st- study Wolfbane, you know? Like, yeah. he's still Van Helsing. Yeah, I would love to see, and this is just in my brain, like, what type, like, I think they should do a sequel to the 2004 Van Helsing. The one with... Hugh Jackman. Okay. But my thing is, they should do it in modern day. And so okay. Hugh Jackman is like, he looks like, you know, a modern, normal guy, not with the like long duster and all that shit that he had in the, the first one. Uh-huh. Because in the first movie's plot, it was that he was like super old already. Like he had like been around through like the Roman times and stuff yeah. like that. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, it's already built in that they could just do a sequel 20 years later and not miss a beat because that still is in line with like what the story was yeah 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 so i'm so i'm like you know that could be really really cool revision revisionist take on that yeah. but that would be you know. i like i mean i like that movie with hugh jackman i know a lot of people gave it shit but it was a fun like halloween-esque action movie yeah that first 10 minutes that was like black and white that had yeah. like yeah frankenstein's monster you know being born and stuff like that and like the villagers coming for him like that for, to me felt like a really cool opening yeah, it definitely. I mean, that kind of just screams Halloween for me. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. So, so Universal, they're they're really trying to get back on track with their their properties and the Scorpion. They need to. And with the Scorpion King, they were like, "Oh well, if the Rock's so busy, he won't be playing the Scorpion King." But they're looking for like an, another young actor to take on the role. That makes sense. And I mean, like, if they did a movie with with the Rock, that doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna make bank. And here's what makes it interesting, you know, too. They said it was going to be a modern take on the Scorpion King. Aren't all the new, like, monster movies going to be modern? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't see how the Scorpion King could be modern because it's, like, a, a warrior from, like, I don't know. It's like, transported through time, Daniel. Use your imagination. Uh, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like but, but this is where it gets confusing because I'm like, uh, I've already seen, like, a like a The Rock with, like, Jumanji, you know, being transported into, like, a video game type scenario where he's like i don't know there's just something confusing <laughs> about that i don't i can't put my finger on it but 
I'm interested to see how that'll play out. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in all those movies, really. Is yeah. it, who was the rumored uh, actor for Wolfman? Uh, oh, boy. Ryan Gosling. He's, Ryan Gosling. He's, right. he's confirmed now. He's confirmed. Oh, okay. That's dope. Yeah. And actually, I'm going like, to have all the pretty boys in the Universal movies. Yeah, because like, I think six years or no, four years ago, The Rock was actually supposed to play the Wolfman, and then they just... That would have been so weird. <laughs> I would, you know, I think I would, I'd be excited for that. It just would be weird. Mm-hmm. He would just like do the eyebrow thing as he's like the wolf man. Well, I'm like just picturing <laughs> him and like, like, just like, I mean, I think it was still supposed to be modern, but I'm like picturing him in this old, like wardrobe, like mm-hmm. a villager, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like buff still. And then he turns into the werewolf and you're like, of course the buff dude's the werewolf. Yeah. I'd be like, he's why like a- are you a werewolf man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we can't even outrun you in a regular, like, form. <laughs> Why can't someone else get the werewolf ability? Why do you have to get it? Yeah. And so, like, uh, but in, in one other thing, this is another random thing I'm going to put out there, but I would be remiss if I didn't bring this okay. up. But on Thursday night, the series finale of Supernatural was I on. Saw, I saw you posting about this. Man. That's a pretty big deal. I haven't I haven't cried watching something in like a long time. And that show, they got me. They got See, me. Yeah, the thing about that show is I haven't watched it. And I think I would really like it. But I heard that like it's one of those CW shows that was supposed to end early and they like did they write the ending that they were gonna do and then it was so popular that I got another season and they had to just continue doing that? Uh yes yes and no I think like the first five seasons are like like the show in its prime like this is mm-hmm. the perfect show if you watch kind of like Arrow like season like one through three you know exactly yeah and you just stop after that if you just stop at season five at the end you have a decision to make it's like okay well did you like spending time with these guys if so keep going are you satisfied you can stop now but if you keep going. These guys just go on like this crazy journey, this yeah. crazy adventure that lasts not just, you know, five seasons, but 15. Yeah. It's like the longest running TV show. That's of insane. All time. 15 like genre, seasons. Like genre, a genre show. And so these guys, you know, have been like, they, they, so in sixth grade, I started watching this show when it first that's, came on. That's fucking gnarly, dude. So, so when it ended, so when I was watching the finale, I had all of these emotions because I was like, these guys are like practically like family to me because I watched them every week. Yeah. You know? And so it just was weird to kind of, to, to, to have some like, finality to it but right yeah i've never had anything like that that's i've always wanted to have a show like that never never got one yeah you should definitely well i wouldn't say you should like try to like binge the show but like give like the first season a whirl Mm because it's got like a lot of like uh like if you like different types of like lore of like monsters and stuff it's yeah like just these guys on the road hunting things yeah, that sounds cool as shit. I mean, I know, like, Satan's involved and stuff and, like, shit like that. I mean, that's all, Jeffrey like, D. sounds Morgan. cool cult shit. Really? Yeah, your boy Jeffrey D. Morgan Fuck. in it. <laughs> like, their dad, and he's, like, this badass hunter dude that, like, taught them everything and stuff like that. And I'm oh, like, so and this cool. is before he blew up and stuff like that. So he's just awesome in this in the, the show. He's just awesome. Yeah. 
So <laughs> you, and you'll see random faces pop up of like actors who like got big later on, and you're like, oh, like this. That's cool. It's like, kind of like uh, um, fucking Smallville, kind of sort of. Mm, yeah, yeah. Smallville definitely was a uh, yeah. <laughs> like when you, when you talk when you talk like a wrong running like wrong god I can't talk today long running like live action um action show whatever like I I think Smallville even though yeah. I never really watched it yes but like I, were there were there ever any like actors in Smallville that were like became big became big probably I just can't think of I can't think of any right now that are like. Like, oh my God, they're mega stars now. But it wasn't like seeing Allison Brie and Hannah Montana back in the day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and also it's like, you know, with Smallville that had like a certain fan base of like people who like knew about the comic book stuff and were like, Oh, this show is cool. Mm-hmm. But then with Supernatural it was just like like, Oh, have you heard of this uh show? Like where like they like go up against like just random shit like Bloody Mary or something. And you're like, no, but that sounds pretty, pretty badass. And then you just watch, and it's these like, kind of Texas guys or whatever. That's cool. You know, so it's weird that this show has such a weird or a, a wide fan base of like people who watch it, like, like people that wouldn't get along in real life, like if you met them. But then if you were like, hey, you watch Supernatural, and they'd be like, yeah, and they're like, we're friends now. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those weird things that connects people. I have a really good friend who named one of his kids after one of the main characters. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Like Dean or Sam? It was Dean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, everybody loves Dean. Dean's pretty Dean's pretty cool. Yeah. Even Amel was in one season. I might be wrong. Probably. Wrong. I think he might be <laughs> in one season. It's I CW. Might, I might yeah, be getting a mix up. But Even Amel's career is pretty much over without CW. Did you hear? I love him? the guy, but did you hear about him saying uh, he uh, was willing to come back to do another season of Arrow because of COVID? Oh, he just wants he he doesn't have any work to do. <laughs> yeah. That's all. I was man, just, I would fuck you know. I really need that money, man. You know. Yeah, he was like, we can make it happen. You know, just you know, just in case something something you know, you guys can't produce any shows. You know, I'm willing to just do it. <laughs> just unkill me. You know, you know, just do it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not that hard. You know. Lazarus Pit, again. You, like, you guys wasted that. You guys wasted. I didn't even finish Arrow, dude, and I, I hate that I say that because I I used to fucking love that show, man. But it, it just lost me after a while. And you know what I think it is? I think with with Arrow, they they took the they took the blow of creating a universe. Every other CW show that has came from Arrow hasn't had a dip in their tone because of like the universe mm-hmm. of it. But Arrow yeah. took a dip in its quality when, you know, you start introducing like the flash and like all of this stuff, because then everything that he does in the show becomes like kind of, you know, implausible. Yeah. Like you're like, well, why does he just call the flash? And then this whole thing is just all have, over with. It's just stupid, you know? So it's just a, uh, <laughs> it, it like the first three seasons kind of feel cool because it's like oh he's just like a regular dude with these crazy like adventures and he's like fighting like i don't know he's, he's fighting like he's fighting like drug dealers and like murderers and like yeah. psychopaths like 
you know. It's very grounded. Like, it's nothing, yeah. there's nothing out there. But then, you know, they start doing other out there stuff, you know, or the crossovers, you yeah. know, like, he just didn't really fit in with everybody. My dad, like, hated uh, – he well, he liked the first two seasons, and he hated it when The Flash showed up. He was like, yeah, I just – you know, my dad likes grounded stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I just didn't care anymore. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I kind of feel that. <laughs> That's exactly what what happened because, you know, what's his name? Grant Gustin. He's a very CW looking, you know. Not yeah. that the cast of Arrow wasn't CWE, but he just was youthful and fun and, yeah. you know, like, and it just was a different vibe. So once they introduced him on there, it was just, you could tell that it was like the end of an era of, arrow mm-hmm. going into something else yeah because like i remember what was it in the end of season four that's the ray shot goal season right i thought that was three. i think it's three is it three yeah, it's three, it's three. yeah pretty sure anyways so it's like with like he has a the crossover that season where like he shows up for one of like the flash's battles at the end of his season and flash shows up and he like frees the people like um like you know whoever is like in cages or whatever and like doesn't help anyone else and it's just like you know you could literally just end all of this right now <laughs> yeah yeah like it, it no just, questions asked it didn't make any 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 real sense and i think a lot of the uh like i mean i'm not saying the show sucked after no, season three, no. like season five really cool season five was awesome some cool a cool bad guy that was realistic and stuff like that but yeah, I just thought that was funny that he was like, "Yeah, we can bring him back." Uh, <laughs> but but other than that, um, moving on to a different one, uh, they just announced that they are making a Predator reboot. Ooh, I don't know how you feel about Predator. I'm not a big Predator guy, but I definitely admire the fan base. Yeah, like it's I, a lot more cool. I think it's cool to say that you're a big Predator fan than like a Jason fan. <laughs> yeah, Jason kind of <laughs> has no rhyme or reason to him like yeah i, I binged all of the, the friday the 13th movies over over uh october on yeah. 13th that's when i did it it wasn't even yeah. Like, but uh yeah i think with predator it was just that this movie has been through so many reboots like you know the last one was supposed to be like the cool revision of it and stuff like that but the predator was like after this like i guess like uh soldier's kid because the kid had Asperger's and he in the Predator wanted Asperger's because wanted what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You saying Asperger's? Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Well I'll just say he wanted autism, a form of autism. That's what the Predator wanted. Oh. And so basically the Predator <laughs> the Predator was was <laughs> I'm, it sounds ridiculous when I'm talking about it because it's like the, the predator in that movie was trying to steal different traits of the things it hunted. So when it was taking people's spines out, it was like collecting data and stuff to make like the ultimate predator thing. So this kid in the movie is like some super super genius because you know there's that whole whole uh, cliche thing that they do in movies about super smart people where they're like, oh, he's autistic, which makes him like a super level genius. Not that right. he can't be, but like everyone that has autism in movies yeah. like super geniuses. But 
I think he got a lot of backlash from the community about that. But the yeah, the predator was like, "Yes, I want to be the un- ultimate hunter or whatever," and it was kind of just not really what people were expecting. And sounds, I, it sounds awful. I'll be it honest. Is, it wasn't. A, it wasn't. It was not a good movie. And so with this one, they are going back to the drawing board and not, uh, you know, even really going to mention that one. Are they so, going to reboot it or soft reboot and they take out? Maybe a soft reboot. Because there were yeah. moments where I was like, maybe this movie could have like something cool to save it. Because usually even bad movies like that have like one good thing that you're like, oh, that's cool. But the whole movie, I was like, what is this movie trying to set up? You know, because there's, like, this huge, like, in the movie, there's this huge, like, package that one of the good predators has for the humans, but, like, they have to, like, unlock a code to open it up, and I was thinking, like, oh, when they open it up, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger will be in there, and he'll be, like, you know, like, I'm ready to fight, or something, you know, something cool, where it's like, oh, okay, they're bringing Arnold Schwarzenegger back, or the, uh, dude from the last predator movie who got stuck on like the predator home world yeah and i was like oh you bring him back i would be on board but they just had like an iron man suit like a predator iron man suit for humans to hunt predators at the end and it was just dumb and so it sounds stupid yeah so i, I won't waste any more time no <laughs> i was just gonna say though the predator definitely has like some really cool lore behind it <laughs> It has awesome lore. Like like I said, we've only had one movie where we ended up on their planet, and I was like, this is way more interesting than any of the Predator stuff I've seen. Cause, that like, sounds... I just want to watch that. Yeah, like all, <laughs> like all of these different killers get abducted from Earth and put on their home world to hunt, to be hunted. And that's, so... That's so cool. Yeah, and so like you got like a Yakuza guy, you know, who doesn't speak any real English, and then you got like a like you know, uh, Danny Trejo, you know, with the machete, (laughs) you know, like it's just random bizarre group match matchups and shit. Yeah. And then like, you know, things, crazy stuff happens. And then you find out that there's like a race war on the predator planet. Like there's like beta predators and then alpha predators and they bully the, the beta predators and stuff like that. And so like, I'm like, Oh, this whole predator thing is like way more like, complex than i thought it was you know that sounds awesome that sounds and, cool as shit yeah and for me i'm like why don't we make a predator movie in a different time period like why are we yeah. like i want to see like a predator movie that takes place in like the 18th century or something oh that would be that would be <laughs> fucking cool dude you see, some guy, see some guy with like a musket you just cut <laughs> this you just don't add this to the podcast use this as a pitch yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, 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 just do Predators in different times. And then you can have, like, the French Revolution, like, something that happens during the French Revolution, somebody's being hunted during that time or something. I don't know. It would be good. Badass. Badassness to think about. Honestly, but, uh, that all sounds cool. Yeah. But uh, in other news, uh, oh, uh, The Last of Us, HBO just uh, announced a series order to create a full season of that show. Huh. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be really good. You know, I was, I just finished playing the second video game because, you know, I, I'm, I'm weird with horror games or survival mm-hmm. horror games. Like, I'm like, oh, this is my anxiety. It's too much. Uh, but I got through it. 
And I was like, okay, well, if the game is more soap opera like this, then the the show should probably will probably be at that level. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I watched I I watched the cutscenes of the stories, except for the second one. I didn't watch any of those, but I mean, it's it. Ha- I mean, it's basically a a fucking action show already or not even action show it's like drama like it's it's already a it's more of a movie than you play right you know yeah that's exactly the type of feel i i agree i think uh you know i don't know how many episodes they'll probably do but maybe like eight twelve but it feels like they want to make this like the new walking dead yeah i well didn't like hbo like get pitched walking dead first I believe so, yeah. And then they turned it down, and then AMC got it, and they were probably like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, we could have had some good. And then again, well, they, I, I mean, they could still have something good. Yeah, it's true, and you know, I think, uh, you know, with The Last of Us, it's uh, that like that show has so much of a passionate fan base behind it that it's going to mm-hmm. be really interesting to kind of see, like, how they change things from the game. Since I think it's the same writer from the video game to the show, so you know. Yeah, possibly. I know because I know a lot of people hated the story the, of story of two. Yeah, yeah, and and so with that, I'm like, you know, I think writers that like come from writing like a book and then get a chance to write like a movie of the same thing, like tend to try to change things just because they think that's a cooler challenge so yeah i would be interested to see how much they change from their original idea or maybe they might just flesh it out like there's some stuff i think in the universe that fans are like oh it would be cool to see like this get more backstory on more like fireflies or whatever yeah like that whole thing is something that eluded a lot of people and world building is like what's in right now you know like if you don't have world building in your show then it probably isn't going to last long if it's like a genre show. So I blame anime for that. Yes, anime. <laughs> anime has a big thing to do with anime, and then I think also, uh, like, uh, on from a primal standpoint, like, like if you look at like storytelling from humanities, uh, you know, stories we've always had, like these, like mm-hmm. epic. Uh, mythologies like with anything you could look at like religion you could look at like greek mythology or uh there's a good book uh, called uh, joseph campbell's like the hero with the thousand faces and that mm-hmm. like sh- tells you all of the stories that you've seen but like breaks it down to you what those actually are and so like with like anime it follows those same principles as well and like star wars you know like you you just have all of those those core principles and you know most of the time people try to rip those off and if they don't do it right it doesn't it doesn't work yeah so. that's a good point i mean i i think yeah anime and marvel yeah. <laughs> oh boy marvel 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 i can remember a time marvel. you remember the time when or a time before marvel studios where they just had random superhero movies come out you didn't really think that they connect or anything like that <laughs> what 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 time are you talking about before the mcu or yeah before, before iron marvel man. movies yeah before oh, iron yeah. Man. yeah yeah it was I, just oh, whatever spider yes yeah, 
Spider-Man, uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, it was just whatever. It wasn't even really like a big deal. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Didn't really. I mean, it would be like a fun movie to just go to. Yeah. You weren't like, it wasn't an event. Yeah, and it's like a reward system too, right? Like the more, like, that's how I feel about every Disney Marvel thing is like, oh, I got to watch this so I can better understand this next thing that's coming forward. Mm-hmm. And if you don't watch it, then you are less engaged, I guess. Yeah. You just or you just don't quite maybe just don't get it. Yeah. I think you'd like, still be just I think you would still be just as engaged. You just would be a little lost. Yeah. Like and you get the reward system of like having done it. It's like, oh it's this, it's this. That's yeah. what that is. And you're like, you know, your friends looking at you like, what, huh? Who's <laughs> what what is this? Yeah, no, I mean I, I, I remember people trying to uh kind of start to do that before the MCU happened. Mm-hmm. Cause weren't there like a lot of rumors before the MCU happened, like before Iron Man, where people were like, "Oh, they're gonna do like a like a, a Avengers team up movie." Yeah, I remember my- like when Fantastic Four came out, I had friends who had rumors of they're gonna do like a, they're gonna cross over with like X Men and Spider Man and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, oh cool, <laughs> it would be I awesome." Guess. I don't, uh, yeah, sure, I'll see that shit. I, I think there was I don't really a, care. <laughs> I think there was like a real story where I think in the first X-Men movie they were trying to cross over with Spider-Man. I thought it was the first Spider-Man movie. It, yeah, I might have it mixed up. I might have it mixed up, but they basically lost their wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, it, I heard they I heard they were going to shoot it. Mm-hmm. And the, they lost Wolverine's wardrobe. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how different will this, the like superhero movies be if that had actually went to fruition? Cause, well, they they kind of sort of did it in Fantastic Four with that really bad CG Hugh Jackman. You remember that shit? Oh yeah, where his like face gets like Hugh yeah, Jackman. Yeah, actually, here. isn't there isn't there an interview with someone who was involved with Marvel at that time talking about like how they were gonna ramp up to do like a Daredevil, Fantastic Four, like. Yeah, X Men like that was actually in the works. Mm-hmm. Yep, because Fox owned a lot of the the like heavy hitter stuff. Like they had X Men, they had Fantastic Four, they had Daredevil, which they kind of like rushed to the side because you know the first Daredevil movie kind of like. But it's a bit weird. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Didn't really go where it, 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 they expected it to go. But they were like, well, you know, we could maybe try to get Ben Affleck back, and that would be cool. Yeah, and Fantastic Four was pretty successful. The first one was pretty successful. Yeah, and uh, the you know X Men, you know, if you put X Men in anything, then you're guaranteed for it to make money. So X Men has always made money, even when it was shit movies. Yes, which leads me to my next thing. I Uh saw uh, I saw New Mutants over the weekend. Uh oh. I uh, it went on digital. It's available on digital on demand if you want to rent or purchase it. How much uh, of a horror movie is it? Uh, I would say it's like 80% a horror movie. Interesting. Maybe, maybe 90. It might be just full on a horror movie. To be honest, like, <laughs> like, do you want me to get into it or just kind of just say? I don't oh, care. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, you can go into it. I'd like to know what your thoughts are on it. Well, I, think- I, I think that I, I don't like, okay, I love X-Men movies. I don't necessarily have my eye on this one, but I'm still interested to hear because A, it's the last one that Fox did. And then B, it's also a horror movie. Yeah. 
Yes. So I'm obviously interested. So please take the floor. Good sense. <laughs> so okay, I we start watching. I start watching the movie, and it starts off with like a voiceover, like a teen, like you know, YA movie. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I used to believe in horror stories or scary stories or whatever, and she's just talking about like this lore of her, her like tribe or whatever yeah and then we see her 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 family get like killed by some giant thing but we don't see it and then she passes out and then you just hear you see the new mutants logo and i just was like okay this just doesn't automatically this just doesn't feel like this is in that world of x-men okay interesting and and so it was like kind of a turn off at at first but once i tried to like disassociate it with x-men i i was more open to the idea of it okay and she ends up in like this home for mutants or a holding place for mutants and she's like running diagnostics and tests on her and stuff like that and basically the whole idea is like all of the dangerous mutants or you know ones that have like really done some fucked up stuff on accident get placed there and get you know taught how to learn their abilities and stuff like that okay but, it's, it's it like does it still have that insane asylum kind of vibe to it yeah yeah it was just a big place with only five teens there which i was like this is a little weird and the whole movie there kind of like making the assumption in me as well that you know professor x the, that the woman is working with professor x to monitor these children before they can place them into the school for gifted youngsters or whatever but in my mind i was like this isn't this doesn't make any sense to me because i'm like the school like professor x's school is already to help special needs yeah it wouldn't need a program to decide if you can go in or not yeah and i'm and i get it that kids are like kids with superpowers are probably super dangerous you know, like if a school fight happens at the mansion, that's probably not like <laughs> not the best uh, scenario. Yeah, it's probably not fun. You know, so but uh, I think uh, yeah, as, as soon as you get into the movie, the main character, her power is that she, her fear can bring other people's fears to life. And that sucks. And so, <laughs> and so every other pe- person in there with all of their traumas are starting to see or relive their past fears and stuff like that. And so I think a lot of people in the, that saw the trailer saw those guys with the smiley faces and were like, what's that all about? You know, like yeah. faceless men and stuff like that. But what was interesting to me was the reason behind their faceless look was behind the past trauma of one of the mutants uh, when they were younger. And I was like, hmm, that's actually pretty, pretty cool. And I can't crap on that idea. Although, but I won't get into it because it's, you know, it's a lot, but I think uh, uh, the powers and stuff were kind of second fiddle. There wasn't a lot of scenes where they used their power because they were kind of afraid of them, (laughs) afraid of their own power. Like one of the mutants, Hot Spot or Sunspot, he couldn't make out with someone because, you know, he was like, oh, well, you know, I might like. Get, could burn you or yeah, yeah like he'll just set stuff ablaze you know and so it was just like these are really more disabilities than powers at, you yeah. know for some for some of them and so uh but at the very near like the at the end of the third act or whatever uh the doctor like sees a message on her computer when you think she's talking to professor x but then they're like this mutant is highly dangerous 
you need to kill her. You know, she needs to be terminated. And then it says, by the Essex Corporation. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is run by Mr. Sinister. Who is? Uh. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of cool. I got like, I'm not like, I was like, but then the 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 young main character reads uh, her mind and sees the footage of the corporation from uh, Logan, where the kids were held hot, uh, captive or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they show that footage and stuff like that. So that woman worked at that. Yeah, and I was that, that was my exact place. I was like. What? Like, what the how, fuck? how do you I'm pull getting... Logan into this shit? Yeah. yeah, I was like, don't put that movie in here with you. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, and so, but they did, they did it, and it was like, oh, okay. So even it with Logan, the company was like a shell company, probably owned by Mister Sinister as well. So Mister Sinister is like the last big X Men villain. That, that they were they, going to do. That they were going to do. Like, that was their final they, Didn't they tease him at the end of Dark? I mean, at the end of Apocalypse? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, in Apocalypse, they did. Like, they had, like, somebody wearing a... At the very end, they had somebody collect, like, Wolverine DNA samples and put them in, like, a box and walk out. But they didn't show the guy's face. And with that, it was just very... Uh, you know, everything kind of snapped into place when in the third act kind of hit in the movie because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this chick is a bad guy. You know, but she also was like, hey, she brings people's fears of life. Imagine her like in a city or something. So we kind of have to kill her. Sorry. You yeah, know, and, and the mutants are, you know, they fight her, they beat her. But the, you know, uh, the last like battle that they have to have is with this demon bear. That is his is, name just demon bear? Yeah, it's just demon bear. And it's basically based on this like old folklore of like, you know, you're born with like two bears, one that's like brave and one that's like fearful. And like if you feed the one that's fearful, like if you're afraid or whatever, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and, you know, until it becomes dangerous and yeah. it formed physically. And so the mutants have to try to fight it and beat it. And so she, you know, accepts the fear and controls it at the end and it was just very like like i was like where, what is the point of this movie that was that, at the end of the movie i was like what, what was the point of all any of this yeah you know? like but then i ended up ironically enough a couple of months ago i read the script for the gambit movie that never got made and i was like oh okay so now i see i i kind of could get it because with gambit they were going to do some crazy stuff with that movie it was, it was gonna be like a, a heist mutant movie, like Ocean's okay. Eleven, but with like Gambit, and okay. so Gambit's like kind of like, you know, on the streets and stuff like that. He's a good master thief. He needs a couple of mutants for this job to steal stuff, but he ends up getting recruited by this guy, who is Mister Sinister, for this job, to do this thing, but. As the job progresses, he starts seeing more fucked up stuff about, you know, like what Mr. Sinister is actually doing with like young mutants and stuff like that. Yeah. And then there's a plot twist at the end of the third act of that movie where Mr. Sinister is Gambit's father. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And so he's like, I'm like, he's like, yeah, like, you know, uh, you know, that's why you're like, 
temper is so powerful or whatever your powers are so crazy it's like because you come from me and stuff like that and it was just very like cliche and whatnot but they were just gearing up because this movie was set to tee up gambit basically yeah like in in all of the predecessor x-men movies like from from apocalypse to new mutants was going to be like hey mr sinister is kind of roaming around but you just didn't feel his presence that much. They didn't really say anything about him. It sounds like this movie sounds like, cool, <laughs> but at the same time, I can hear the disappointment in your like voice. So I'm like, but it's not. Yeah, like, <laughs> you I, know, like, yeah, like all the elements are kind of there to make a cool movie, but like there's things that like you could do to amplify what make, what make it cool. Like, hey, mm-hmm. this is still kind of in the X Men universe. Like for me, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if like because like the whole place has a, a a barrier around it, like a force field. Nothing can get in, nothing can get out, and so they kind of feel trapped there. But I was like, what if, like Professor X sends like a small team of X Men to come and get them at the end, like at the end of the third act, and they've already like beat the demon that would be bear. Cool. Like they've already beat the demon bear, and it's like, I'm trying to think of like just like you know, not, not, not any real big names. Like you get like Storm. Cyclops, you know, some other person, and just like they come in, uh, you know, to get them, and they're like, "Hey, we have a school for people like you and stuff like that." It took us a couple of months to find you guys, you know. The professor, he's really be like a good happy ending. Yeah, and the professor would be like, or they would be like, the professor's really, uh, you know, uh, excited to, to meet you kids and talk with you and stuff like that. And then maybe they hear his like voice in their head or something, but you don't see them. James McAvoy, you just hear him or something. Yeah. You know, but something where you could tie it in more strongly that this is an X-Men movie because yeah. it, it, it just felt like somebody was trying to, like, write a love letter to, like, I don't know, like, horror and comic books. Like, you got to lean into to it all the way if, you gonna, if you're going to do it. Yeah, it sounds like they were too scared to do the superhero part. Yeah, they because they made it in two thousand. They shot it in two thousand seventeen, and, and you know Fox was like, "Hey, I don't. Re- we don't really think that this is not. This isn't scary enough. Let's shoot some more scenes and make it scarier." They never shot those scenes because everybody was so busy. Like one of the chicks was working in Game of Thrones. Other person Stranger Things. You know, so it's just like everybody's schedule was just crazy. So they just never shot the reshoots, and then Disney bought. Fox in like 2018 or something like that and then Disney was like well this movie doesn't really fit with us so we got to figure out what we want to do with it fast forward to 2020 March they just release it fuck it yeah it was supposed to come out in March it was supposed to come out in March but then COVID hit and so it didn't even get released in theaters normally and then I think in like April they had released it but you know nobody really saw it in theaters yeah so, so you know, fast forward to now, I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, what a waste of just, <laughs> of just, and you know, I don't want to crap on anybody that has made a movie because making a movie, I'm sure is, is, a, is, is an achievement, you know, like. In itself, yeah. It, yeah, it, they, it, they finished it, they shot it, he wrote it and shot it himself. But, you know, with that being said, with the respect put put there, I'm just like, you could have had more fun with it, man. Yeah, could have just made it an MCU. 
you know, <laughs> ripped what? the mutants out, called the miracles, and then related it to Scarlet Witch. Boom. Ooh, that would have been. Maybe they should have done that. That would have been better. That would have been yeah. way better. That, that yeah, would have been cool as shit. They just, yeah, that's the thing. It's like if you are doing like a movie, like a that's set in the X Men universe, have fun. Like if you don't have fun, then you've lost already because X Men's just fun as shit, man. <laughs> Yeah, have fun with it, and like you, if like you want to delve into like mutants, mutants trauma and stuff like that, that's cool because that is like there. But like, there's even like an X Men story that fits a horror movie tone, but also ties back into X Men. Where uh, I think this is in one of the Ultimate X Men comic books, where like this kid wakes up like any normal day, and he's like. Uh, you know, gets up before his parents. His parents are home, and he's like, oh, that's weird. And then he goes to the bus stop. No one's there. The bus doesn't even come, so he's like, well, maybe I'll just, you know, walk or something to class, or, or walk to school or something like that. But he yeah. doesn't run into any passing cars. He sees no people. And then when he gets there, he realizes that his power is that he disintegrates any living matter. Oh, shit. So everybody in the city has been, or everybody in his radius has been killed. And that was his mutant power activating when he, during his sleep. And yeah. so nobody can get close enough to him because, you know, they'll be instantly disintegrated. So Nick Fury calls Professor X and tells him, you know, hey, you got to take care of this and stuff like that. And Professor X is like, well, we don't, X-Men really don't, you know, we can't really fix this type of problem so we're just gonna go send we're gonna send logan and logan they send wolverine to to the kid the teenager or whatever and like you know he's not disintegrating and stuff because of his healing factor and stuff and he's Mm -hmm. just fine but he can kind of feel it and the kid is like crying and stuff like hiding and then wolverine's like you know just trying to console him in any way. And he's like, hey, man, here's a beer. Have a beer and stuff like that. And the kid's drinking a beer. And he's like, so, like, one chromosome to, like, the left, like, could I have been, like, an X-Man or something? And then Wolverine's like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, he's like, cool. And then he's like, all right, now finish your beer, kid. And then you just see nothing, but you kind of hear, like, Wolverine's claws come out oh, man. And, and then Wolverine leaves the like where the kid was hiding by himself and like the job was done so it was just like to me that was like kind of a like really like cool X-Men story in the sense that like not all mutants are lucky enough to have a power that you know is like easy to master yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean they could they could they could have done some other cool stuff. I mean like um there's the God Love Man Kill storyline. Yep, yep. Which is like religious base. Mm-hmm. You could have made that shit creepy as hell. Yeah. There's like so many cult base shit. Yeah, there's so many things. And it's like uh but that's all I have to say on on New Mutants. It's just it was just a mystery. I'll probably watch New Mutants one day. I think I'll probably some point in the future, I'll get like a, I'll have a lot of free time. I'll get an X Men kick, and then I'll be like, I just want to watch all that, all the X Men movies. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like it's pretty short. It's pretty short too. It's just like it, you watch it, it's over. It's not a huge commitment. It's not like watching like Days of Future Past or something where it's like <laughs> two hours and forty three minutes of awesomeness of of just a masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, with that with that said, you know, it's also. Uh, like the last dying breath of like 
that form of X-Men or that version of the X-Men universe. Mm-hmm. Like Logan was like, like to me, that is where it kind of just ends where there's no more of that X-Men universe. Yeah, I would agree. I still haven't seen Dark Phoenix. Boy, man. <laughs> I forgot about that until you brought it up. Honestly, it was like that was that was originally. I I, I sounded I heard just so much negative shit. And I was so bummed because because I, I liked the new generation, of, like the of X Men they were doing with the newer actors, and I thought it was cool. And then everyone was like, "Oh no, that should suck." And I was like, "Damn, man!" I was actually rooting for him. I wanted him to have one last you know shebang, and it actually do really well. And this was that was an embarrassing movie because the writer of that movie had worked on. A lot of the movies that he okay, well he worked on 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 X Men three. He worked on X Men three. Oh fuck! And, and that was and that was controversial in how they did Phoenix's story and and the Cure storyline. And so he, when we heard that he was getting a second chance to do Phoenix again with Dark Phoenix, you're like, oh well, he's gonna knock it out of the park because you know not many people get second chances, right? So he just sucks in, apparently just in general. <laughs> Yeah, it was just, it was bad. Like, she just gets the power, and then these aliens come. And yeah, not, you, you, you told me. Yeah, I'm not saying that, the, I'm not saying that this is not X-Men, because in X-Men, aliens do come to get the Phoenix thing, it's right? It's just weird. It's just weird, because we haven't been warmed up to the idea yet. Now, if this is in the MCU, we had we would have already been prepped for it, because we had seen, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Fine. But... With this, it was just it was it was bad, boy. boy. Is it worse than than Apocalypse? Yeah, I would watch Apocalypse. More. Yeah, I kind of. I, I mean, I liked Apocalypse. Apocalypse has some cool things. Like I'm not gonna lie, Apocalypse has some really cool. Apocalypse, things. Apocalypse has some really cool, like like Magneto, like living in like that house, had a family off the grid, it and just, then he's like fighting for the family, and he kills all those dudes. It was cool. Oh, that that seems so sick, dude. It was really cool. It's just for me, it misses that one key ingredient that would have made the movie like awesome. Is that what is that? Just a better villain? It's Wolverine. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's Wolverine, but Wolverine on Apocalypse's side. I'm like, that would have been awesome. Yeah, he should have been a four horseman. Yeah, I'm like he's What you mean he is he is in the comics and in some storylines if Yeah, I I'm like he's correctly. dead, bro. He's like literally the embodiment of like like just hardcoreness death. You know, like, like it's just awesome. And but and at the end of Days of Future Past, they find Mystique finds Logan in the uh, past, the one that's like, uh, got the metal and fucking shit and stuff all over. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, and he's he was drowning or whatever. They never did anything with that. So no, they just did the whole the whole one scene with the Berserker Wolverine. Yeah. So I guess they thought that was more important. Yeah. Well. Fuck you, Fox. Is all I gotta say to Fox. <laughs> but uh, and I, I think moving on to another X Men related thing, Deadpool three finally gets uh, some movement. <laughs> Got the green light. Yeah, people were not sure that this was actually going to happen because you know Disney. Yeah, Disney rated R. Does that really does that really gel with their brand? <laughs> How do you think this is going to work? Do you think it's still going to play off the Fox characters? Actually, it didn't matter, really, right? Yeah, Deadpool can just that. Deadpool can just suck and fuck. He can talk shit about the Fox people. He can talk shit about the Marvel people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, with that being said, I think Marvel probably will 
decide to make maybe they'll make a brand a different brand of marvel movies that are like an r-rated brand because i know they had like marvel knights yeah but that didn't really work out because you know nobody saw those movies like punisher warzone and stuff like that ghost rider too uh but with <laughs> yeah with with that Ew. being said you could do marvel knights again like all black with the white logo and then people parents would automatically know oh this is for the adults. adults. This is the adult version. Yeah. And so you could kind of do it. I don't know if Deadpool isn't like a Marvel Knights entity, but I'm just saying like they could do something where it's like uh, just warning people like, hey, this is Deadpool. <laughs> you know? Bring your kids to this. Yeah. And uh, apparently uh, it's the writers of, or a couple of writers from Bob's Burgers. Uh, pitched their version of the third movie to Ryan Reynolds, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, let's do this." So, <laughs> so they're writing it, but this the, in the article it says that they are working hand in hand with Marvel Studios to make this, you know, a thing. And so this isn't the first time this has happened with like Marvel Studios working with a different company, kind mm-hmm. of. Somewhat like with Sony, they worked with Sony to get Spider-Man back on the right track. And so, you know, in this scenario, I can kind of see them saying, oh, well, you can use this character, uh, but you can't use this character. Uh, right. This joke. You know, like, I'm pretty sure they might have some issues. Maybe they'll have some issues with Colossus and stuff like that. Uh, since he's a big part of the Deadpool movies. Yeah. But... I don't know how that like they can use this to introduce a lot of cool ca- new characters, you know. Yeah, cool. I'm I'm um I'm expecting just some uh him just talking a lot of shit about the Fox Disney deal. Yeah, or I was about to say, what if? Because at the end of the, the second movie, he uses a time traveling device to fix like all the wrongs. Yeah. Right. What if like something goes wrong with that, and he just ends up stuck in the MCU. <laughs> like That would be great. Like that would be pretty funny because then it's just like well you know like like what well, what is going on here? You know? <laughs> you know, like you could show him in like the Battle of New York or something with like those Shatari. No, that would be fucking awesome. You know, and he's just having this his own side quest adventure stuff. So like you could really have some fun with it. Uh if you if they wanted it just yeah we just don't know how it's gonna gonna appear i feel like with ryan reynolds still attached to it it'll be good oh yeah for sure because i mean he's not gonna let something come out of deadpool with him involved and it'd be bad yeah he's like the father or he's like the protector of deadpool at this right uh i i trust them i think that it's gonna be fucking dope i just don't know what to expect like i said i expect a lot of or not a lot, but I expect jokes about the Fox Disney deal. You know, yeah. I expect some MCU jokes, and it's like, well, which universe am I in? Am, am yeah. I in the Fox one, or am I in the MCU now? Like, yeah, who's the professor in this universe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wonder. Oh, I wonder. I wonder who's playing the professor the third time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So stuff like that, and it's funny because I think before the Fox Disney merger thing happened, they had a lot of plans for Deadpool, like X Force. Hmm. You know, like yeah, I've heard about that. You know, so like, I'm wondering where, where, what, what'll happen with that down the line if they get Deadpool three right. 
and Cable, you know, like he should make fun of Cable being Thanos. He can do that now. Oh, that would be good. That would be real good. <laughs> it should show like like Cable as like purple Thanos. Like it's like a mixture of the two, and that's who he's fighting. That would be at the beginning cool. of the movie. It like opens up with an action scene, and he's fighting. I don't know. <laughs> That fable? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, something ridiculous like that. I think they can, yeah, they literally can put him in any situation to uh, just be hilarious now that he's got access to Marvel yeah. characters. But we'll, we'll see. Um, Moving on. Marvel's Black Panther sequel is set to shoot next July. So, who's Black Panther? <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? So That's the only question I have. So, a lot of the article is saying that, you know, they've started casting new characters and that, you know, Shuri is going to take on a more prominent role, but they didn't say she would be, like, Black Panther. You know, they didn't say her character would be Black Panther. So, like, to me, I'm just like, something is awry right now like they're either ca- like privately trying to figure out who they're going to replace chadwick with or they're trying to figure out like a clever way to like first first like stall that from ha- happening mm-hmm. like maybe like shuri needs to go on a mission on the behest of or at the behest of chachala you know uh not in wakanda somewhere else yeah you know so like maybe he gives her a Black Panther suit. I don't know. Well, anything can happen. I know a lot of the fans were really petitioning for Letitia Wright to take on that mantle because of the comics and stuff like that. Uh, I just I don't know what's going to happen. They're just saying that this sequel is receiving special attention from Kevin Feige. Okay. So he's not going to move either way without really thinking about like how this affects things long term. So yeah. Who who they who they'll cast or if they'll even recast them, I don't know. But I don't see them killing T'Challa for like a third time. That's just unacceptable. I, I think they're gonna have to recast him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't see a movie where he, that doesn't work. Yeah. It's um just, <laughs> it's, it's it's a tricky scenario right like july isn't that far well july is far away but that means they writing the script because he just died like a couple of months ago you know and so like rewriting the script in time for a shoot that doesn't mess up your like original plan for the story you know that's like asking a lot of someone so i don't even think they rewrote the script to be honest like same director too right yeah same director ryan coogler and I, I feel like if he wrote something that was that he thought was like a really good sequel, then it's like you gotta you gotta go forward. You gotta move forward and you know just do it justice. Yeah, I I, I definitely see them recasting him for sure because they're not again. I don't see them killing him off for a third time. Not that quick, at least. And then also. Um, I just don't see them just killing him off screen. Yeah, like it's you know? so. It, 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 for me, it feels like it, it does Chadwick Boseman a disservice of the character that he 
that he kind of built from the ground up with the help of other creatives at Marvel uh, to make such an iconic character mm-hmm. and then to just say, oh, well, this character can't survive past me. Right. You know, because that to me says that, like, that would mean that the character itself wasn't powerful. You know, like, yeah, wasn't it didn't matter. You know, that's like, you know, if Christian Bale had passed during his tenure as Batman, and then they're like, well, we can't do another Batman because yeah. he's Batman. But it's like, it's a mantle that, you know, is just respectfully passes, passes right. to other people. It's Hamlet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to see a movie without him in it. If, if, he doesn't have to necessarily be Black Panther. I just, you know. And it's gonna be an emotional. I want to see T'Challa. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be an emotional experience for I think whoever takes on the part, and also to win the fans. That's gonna be a big win. It's gonna be hard. You know, because because I think you know everybody will be. Not everybody will be rooting for this person, and also just the expectation is would be through the roof because I think the expectation for Black Panther was crazy already. Like the first one, yeah, but for the sequel, whenever there is a a tragedy like that that befalls a movie during production and stuff like that, it it makes the thing jump into the stratosphere. It makes the movie jump into the stratosphere, like what what right. happened with Heath Ledger in the dark knight before the dark knight came out you know the dark knight already had a lot of hype but then when he passed uh it was just like this movie had some type of like crazy status like (laughs) yeah like you gotta see this movie and then yeah and then when we saw it you know like i didn't even really think about the fact that ledger was dead because he was doing such awesome work in the movie and it put him in like a legendary status or whatever. So yeah. it just is like, it's just get like, like I feel like the actor that they get, he's going to be like, I wouldn't be surprised if he was scared shitless. Or if some actors have already turned it down, then like, no, I don't want to do no, it. No, like, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, like I just don't see myself being able to pull that off. So, you know, I think there's maybe only like two actors that could do it. <laughs> yeah, I know who I'm thinking. Yeah, you, you, or you, you, yeah, you have the like. I think with your your Michael B. Jordan take, it's, it's a curveball, but man, it's, it's a curveball, and also it's a, it's a, it's a safe safe choice. We already know him. Yeah, it's true. It, it's true. It's a, him in that director Kugler or whatever. Like they're they're tight, right? Aren't they like boys? <laughs> yeah, like it, it is true, but it's like it's it's a it's a hard it's a hard one to do only because. Going from the first to the second. I, you know. Oh, I, I, I know, but if anyone could do it, Marvel <laughs> could do it. I'm just Marvel saying. Marvel could do it. If it's anyone all, could do that, it would be Marvel. It's all. This is all hinging on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Honestly, Boom. this is all that this is. This is hinging them on. They could either say, "Hey, he looks like, uh, uh, you know, Michael B. Now," or they could just uh. The guy I really want, the actor that I really think could knock it out of the park is uh, Damson Idris. And he's on this show called Snowfall. I'm looking him up. And for me, he like, he's like, if you look at that show, he's like a phenomenal beast of an actor. Like, I'm like, this guy could really sell Damson it. Damson Idris, you said? Yeah. Yeah, and so I think uh, 
you know, they cast him, you know, and he had time to prep for the role, you know, physically and stuff like that. It oh, damn. Be, holy shit. Yeah, I think he would be a cool, a cool. Yeah, uh, I could see, I could see that. Yeah, like I think, you know, with like. Look, <laughs> just found a picture of him with Michael B. Jordan, man. I don't All know. Together. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, like, like to me, like, I feel like uh, the actor who portrays the child has to have like gravitas or whatever or like that thing that makes you want to watch them so mm -hmm. i think he's got that in spades but you know we'll see if this if that happens if that casting happens then i will have to deem myself some type of otherworldly entity that can predict look and if the michael b jordan that then <laughs> yeah yeah i will buy you uh, i'll buy you some drinks some drinks i'll buy you some drinks if you're right on this casting too <laughs> yeah I mean, I don't know this guy's acting, but I mean, like, he could definitely pull pull off T'Challa as like a recast just from looks wise. Alone. And he looks a lot like Letitia Wright, like his like he could be her brother or something. You yeah, know? So, kind of. So it's just, uh, you know, it's interesting. They have a lot of ways to ways to go with it, and I think also in the article they say that like, uh, you know, the Disney Plus shows are taking more priority under Kevin Feige than the movies right now. Okay. And that's because I think he's because he is there's probably more potential in those right now. Well well that and also that the shows have to maintain the quality of the Marvel movies as a show. Yeah, that's I'm still super interested in how that's gonna feel, like the vibe. So like if we if we're gonna like I guess put this whole thing into effect, if we think about 2012 or 13 when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out. Mm -hmm. Remember the scrutiny that, that everybody felt when it was just like, oh, this is connected to the MCU, so if you watch it week to week, you get rewarded and stuff, but the quality was not... It was an ABC show. It was an ABC show. So, and it, Kevin Feige really didn't feel the show like that, so it's not really related to the Marvel movies like that. It's like an alternate universe. It's more like, it's there, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, and Coulson is, like, in their universe. And, like, the MCU movies is dead. So it's just, like, you know, it it's weird. Didn't they just do the season, a series finale for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes, yes. Was indeed. it good? I didn't watch. I didn't watch. I haven't watched. I don't watch shit, man. I need to watch. I have to watch the final <laughs> season. I've seen every season except the final season. But I think. I'm, like, two seasons behind, I think. Yeah, and it's it's fun. It's, I mean, it's still, it's still a fun show. I mean, I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, now that it's a part that I know that it's a part from Marvel, like studios, movies, I'm like, it's his own thing. It's enjoyable. Well, yeah, it became its own thing after the, I guess, when they started going, like, what, season three? Yeah, like, they never did anything that felt like it was, it should have been in the same world. Like, when Ultron had, like, stuff going on, you thought they would do, like, some cool Ultron storyline, you know, like. They didn't do shit they for fucking Infinity War. Infinity War, that was another perfect opportunity where people just, like, disintegrate, and they're like, what's happening? You know, and then they do something that, like, that, like, connects somewhat to age or to uh, the movie. You know, they got to steal some pin particles for, yeah. you know, somebody. Like, you could do some fun stuff, but, uh, but with the Disney Plus shows, Kevin Feige's like, hey, all of these need to be on that level, like if you were going to the movies and watching. Right. So, But uh, look at Mandalorian, though. I mean, Mandalorian, or the, the, the Mandalorian, sorry. 
that actually feels like a fucking Star Wars movie when you watch it. Yeah. It really does. I still haven't caught up on that. Yeah. It's just yeah, I'm like one episode behind. But I'm 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 I haven't watched any of the new season. Oh, okay. Well okay. I saw some of the shit that said that probably the guy I don't want to be there coming back for a while and I you know you know Look, man, he was just he was just a plot device for fucking like one movie. That's literally all he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Uh, Don't ruin fucking Mando for me, okay? That's I think, my thing. I, I think it was only a matter of time that they did it because of the similarity in look to that particular character. I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I, I still hate that it's ha- it's gonna happen. Like, I kind of would like to see them face off, maybe. You know, have a little... I mean, okay, okay, that would be cool. I just don't want Mando to, like, get, like, like overshadowed. Yeah, it's true. By Fett. That's all I'm saying. It's true. I think the Mandalorian, he has kind of been, like, the... I don't know. Uh, you can place him anywhere. And he work. Put him in any position, and he works. Like, yeah. he could be a side man, side character... Like in certain episodes, like he sometimes he's just assisting the main characters that he runs into, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Oh, I'll I'll go shoot this thing for you guys to to do this." Right. <laughs> and so and so like if he ran into Fett or whatever, and I'm not gonna tell you where it ties into. I've already seen some spoilers. Okay. I saw the those Mandalorians that that are from Clone Wars, like the Clone yeah. Wars and and Rebels. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. I've seen that, and I'm like, yeah. man, why y'all gotta make promotional material with spoilers? On? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah, it is a bit of a bummer. Does but, it make know, me want to watch it more? Yes. Was I already gonna watch it? Yes. So you just <laughs> ruined it for me. Yeah, and I think like uh, uh, you know, Mando, he had or he has Boba Fett's armor now, so like he has it in his collection, and he's okay. trying to find Boba Fett to give it to him. So that's like the. Okay, that's not bad. He's just trying to give it to that's him. That's not bad. But I think if, like, the finale... And It'd be the finale, cool if they're like, he's still dead, and I'd be like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, we could all be under the presumption that that guy is Boba Fett, but it could just be a clone stormtrooper that... Yeah, because, that, I know, mean, they, that's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's all, all of these things can come into play. Uh, it's just, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see how that... How that unfolds, I don't, I don't know. But uh, with the the Marvel shows, you know, they finish Loki, or they're finishing shooting Loki, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I think they just started shooting Miss Marvel, and I think uh, Moon Knight is next up. So they kind of have started the ball rolling on their shows. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to be good? It's all going to depend on a uh, WandaVision. I think anyway. I think um, I'm not relying on WandaVision being the outset for how good those shows are going to be because that's that show's just going to be weird as fuck. It's, anyways, it's the first one though. It's like the. First I mean, I, yeah, I know, but I but like, even if you include like trying to read the MCU vibe from the show, like Winter Soldier, for example, is a completely different movie than Doctor Strange. 
Fair. You know, like they're completely different movies. Yeah, they're superhero movies, they're action movies and shit, and they're really fun and they're connected, but like they're totally different. Yeah. So like when I when I'm preparing to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm preparing to watch some fucking some high action like military shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm hoping politics. Like that's what I'm that's what I want to see. And when I watch WandaVision, I'm almost I'm gonna be ready for some like really old, like seventies TV, like psychedelic witchcraft shit mm-hmm. honestly i can kind of see them i can see them trying to make these seasons as movies like try to shoot them as movies just like really long fucking movies and cut them up for like 30 minutes like 30 i mean they could do are there are there going to be 30 minute episodes i don't know i'm just guessing oh i hope not i hope they're 45 at least because <laughs> the mandalorian feels like an hour long every time i watch it because there's no commercial. That's true. Yeah. And 30, they're usually riding out for 30 minutes at this point. So it, it could be, but maybe I'm wrong. Because I think WandaVision is supposed to be like a sitcom type thing. Yeah. So, I mean, again, they're just, I mean, they're supposed to be very different. So, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, if Loki was the first one to come out, I would be saying the same thing about Loki. Like, I wouldn't be letting that set my expectations for what they're going to be. Right. I yeah. think it's going to be a huge pitch. Like, it's just going to be like a – it's a pitch, and if we miss, then this shit's getting delayed, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, they really can't. That's the thing; they can't. They they can't miss. They have no room or latitude to. Yeah, that's fair. Miss, and this is like just on a stress level of like creating it. It's like, hey, sorry, this can't suck. There's no way for this to suck. There's no room for you to write anything that's that's crap. Yeah, I mean that's fair. <laughs> Which at some point I'm like. You guys are gonna make something crappy. Like, I'm like, but every time I say that, Kevin Feige proves me wrong, and I sound like a, a dumbass for like ever doubting, you know? Yeah, and that's fair. Because it's like he's <laughs> just he's spinning plates. It's like, oh, this is going, this is going, this is going. But then you add the TV shows, and it's like, oh, this has got to spin, this has got to spin. So it's like, what what thing will fall first? I don't know, but you know. COVID has probably helped them in writing, having enough time to write some of this stuff and out. They get to basically take a year off yeah. of releasing anything. Because I'm telling you, once this COVID stuff is over, Marvel is coming back with the vengeance next year. Dude, what if like DC catches up and just like just, just Marvel's a movie, DC's a movie. Marvel's a movie. They, that literally like that would be sick. Well, well, DC is at a crossroads right now. Everything is reliant upon the Snyder cut. It's going to be good, though, dude. I know it's going to be good. <laughs> I, know, I know it's going to be good. But it's just one of those things of, like, you know, they had plans with BVS, after BVS, and then people's responses to it were so loud and arrogant and mean and just distorted that it just – put them off the path and then we got to like the weirder mcu or not mcu movies dc movies like you know shazam or you know aquaman Aquaman. (laughs) yeah which you know to be fair those movies worked right but i I thought aquaman was fun yeah yeah it was a very fun movie but it's like when you get into like man of steel bvs those are like different brackets of like like oh this is like a, what a comic book movie should look like in scale, I guess. Like, right. like they feel epic. And so 
with the Snyder Cut, it's like, hey, this could set everything back on the right track, or it could divert off into a different path, and maybe we could have two different DC universes going on at the same time. Possibly. <laughs> I don't see the point of using the one from the shitty one, but... Because <laughs> those are like the mass market ones, you know, like you could do Shazam, yeah. Shazam 2, Shazam 3, and they're like, they make some money, you know, no big no big deal but then you want to have like the more like serious darker stuff put it on hbo right hbo max and then that's it i might be subbing to hbo max yes well i definitely am for uh snyder cut but yeah the snyder cut that has still getting cool shit yeah did you see the trailer for uh, the updated trailer that he posted i saw a lot of stills from it but i haven't actually watched it yet yeah like it's the same trailer but he added like a couple of small shots that I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be, you know, like, this is cool. Steppenwolf looks like a badass. Steppenwolf looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was Never thought like, I'd say that. Yeah, I was like, this movie has so much hype attached to it that like, you know, he says it's six, I think it's six episodes, I think all an hour long. Oh my god, holy shit. You know, like, so this, could, yeah, like, this could put them at a level where they might end up above Marvel in terms of the show's quality. There are they're already doing something that Marvel hasn't done, and that's getting a second chance at doing a huge crossover movie. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's a that's a that's a big fucking deal, and it just yeah. in itself. Yeah, that is a huge huge. Has Marvel needed to do that money wise? No, no, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it, and it's the most expensive thing ever. Like most, like when you put in all the money that's had to go into it, so insane, man. You know, so yeah. I mean, there's, and I think he released a picture of Deathstroke or something. Uh, 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 and I was like, oh, I was like, okay, this is this is this is something. This is different. Yeah. And, and now I'm starting to think my theory might be be correct with the whole Joker, Batman thing. I mean, he hasn't shown any pictures of Bat of a uh, Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he said he was saving that for like down the road or whatever. But once you put Deathstroke in there, I'm like, that looks like a nightmare scene, and yeah. like a dark side scene. I'm like, what if all three, all three of those dudes are like on the same side? That would be sick as fuck. <laughs> I'm just That'd like, be cool as shit. Like if that comes true, bro, you don't know how crazy that's gonna make me. But, uh. <laughs> But anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked with the Snyder Cut stuff, but the la- the last thing with the uh, the Marvel stuff, well, not the last thing, but is that, like, they have Thor, Love and Thunders about to start mm-hmm. shooting, and they said that that movie has an Avengers 5 feel due to the cast. It's Pratt's in it now, right? Yeah, so Chris Pratt is attached, you know. Who else do you think is going to be in it? I mean, I would have to assume the other Guardians are going to be involved as well. I'm going to say Hulk will be in there, too, again. Yeah, you can't not have Hulk at this point. Hulk's pretty fun. Yeah. But but I don't... Especially if it's going to have an Avengers 5 feel to it. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Because technically, Thor can go anywhere he wants now, like, easily with his new hammer. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, just... Summons the Bifrost. Yeah. So... With 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 the that being said, it would be cool if this is like Guardians of the Galaxy slash Thor, whatever you know, whatever that mixture is. Yeah, yeah. 
And you know, have you seen how uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth looks now? Mm-mm. Dude is like the rock size now. Let me see if I can get some photos. Like he posted an Instagram pic of him like working out with this tire thing, and his arm is like as like is bigger than his head. <laughs> like I like dude is yoked. But, what a uh, fucking what a fucking specimen, dude. <laughs> Every man, like, wants to look like that, dude. I don't even know if that would be comfortable, you know? <laughs> like, because I think Chris Hemsworth, like, natural body state is, like, more lean. So pushing his body to that level, like, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, like, that's like me trying to get that big. Like, if I got that big, it would be, like... You would, you would be, like, yeah, pushing your body. <laughs> So he's, but he's really like in Thor mode, but that makes the most sense considering Thor has been so out of shape, you know? Yeah. Like, what do you, do you think he's going to be fat or in shape in the movie? I think he's going to be in shape in the movie and he's probably going to be like, you know, like a little time has passed. He's going to be like, yes, I've, I joined uh, the Weight Watchers program and uh, <laughs> Weight Watcher. <laughs> you know, I've been on his diet and, you know, I just started working out again and, you know, it came off pretty easy. You know, and they just show him in this, like, epic Thor-like body he's got now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, it would be fun. I did want to... You should... Parks and Rec reference. I just stopped drinking beer. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, like, Star-Lord showed me his diet routine. He just quit drinking beer. And What if Star-Lord got fat? <laughs> what, what if they just... That would be amazing. That would be funny if Chris Pratt just, like put on prosthetic fat stuff but like not like overly fat dude rocket would make so much fun of him it'd be great yeah that would be fun so i'm i'm really excited about that movie in particular i am too actually (laughs) because you just know it's certified like a good time yeah i mean in uh what's his name's directing it again uh taika watiti yeah and he's fucking great yeah yeah he's he's like we already know he can kill it with uh, you know directing thor so yeah, just let him do his thing. Just don't bother him. Leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, another DC thing, uh, Terrence Winter has exited the Batman TV spinoff at HBO Max. Bit of a bummer. Bit of a bummer. Who is he playing? <laughs> well, 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 he actually was uh, just the showrunner. So he was going to be like oh. in charge of like, the direction of the show. So who? what has he show, been a showrunner for in the past? Um... Uh, I'm trying to think of his work. But I think they were all HBO things. Like, it was like, uh, let's see. I'm trying to Google his stuff. Uh, oh, The Sopranos, Boardwalk Empire. Okay. Final. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and he wrote The Wolf of Wall Street. So it's like very particular. Yeah. Uh, his stuff. But- so was it surprising that he left then? A little bit, because, like, to me, like, that was, like, saying, like, oh, this show's got some really, you know, intense talent behind it, right? Because it's set to be, like, one year before the Batman, like, Mm -hmm. Batman's, like, first year of being Batman, but it's focused on, like, the corrupt cops there. So, basically, Gotham, but, like, not cheesy. (laughs) I, that show sucks. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is, uh, but... I liked the first season. Yeah. And Actually, so, no, I didn't. I, I didn't finish it. Never mind. And, but, and so it's, it's, it's like uh, 
they want to do a version where it's just completely serious. There's no crazy out there elements except for a guy dressing up like a bat is around. You know, that, I mean that that's cool take. Yeah, and so it would just be cool to see the crime family and how the crime families work in this universe of yeah. Batman. So, you know, they're looking for a replacement right now. Who knows who they'll get? But I'm 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 still excited. Still excited. I didn't um, even know that was happening. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually stoked on that. Yeah, because I think it's supposed to be a companion piece to the Batman. So, like maybe like before the movie comes out, they they might release it or. That'd be After cool. What comes out? That'd be cool. Kind of like a little, just a little one-shot extra. Yeah. If you want it, and if they can get Robert Pattinson to kind of show up just in like a more bootleg outfit, like first-year outfit, that would be. Cool. I think you're pushing it. it but is, is it pushing it though? They're still shooting the movie. So. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And he's committed to doing this part. Like he didn't just sign up to play Batman and do it one time. So it's yeah. Just like so, like if I'm just like, hey, just show up at the end of the season. You know, in your Batman outfit, kick some ass for a second. Just a small thing, you know, nothing yeah. crazy. And he's Bruce Wayne, so I'm like, dude, you can just show up as Bruce Wayne and just, like, be an asshole for a, a, an episode. You know, like, that could be fun. Just, yeah, it could be. I, 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 I don't know how to picture it, though. It is, yeah, it's weird to, to think about because the quality of the show has to be of that level. Like, yeah. it has to be of... At least that episode he's in has to be the quality of the movie. Yeah. And he's crazy enough to do some some nutty stuff like that. I, I feel like like he's just like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like he's gonna he's gonna kill it as Batman, and then everyone's gonna fucking love Robert Pattinson again. So, oh man, I can't wait for that day. That's gonna be a funny day. Real, funny it's gonna day. happen. Yeah, I can see it. Mark my words. Yeah, he's already kind of paving a Nicholas Cage path for himself. Really? Well, if, I mean, if you look at all of his movies, he's like doing off the wall stuff and you're like whoa what movie is he gonna do next man and then like yeah. somebody's like oh like, he's in this movie the lighthouse where he's like with william defoe it's black and white and they get obsessed with like a mermaid and, and that they, sounds like, cool as shit yeah and i mean like it, it was a crazy movie but it's like a legit movie that exists and he's going nutty but uh i, I just think uh it'll be exciting to see where his career goes yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, last but not least, I say this one because this is the self-fulfilling prophecy that that I had foretold months ago. Uh-oh. Uh, HBO Max has confirmed that Wonder Woman 1984 yeah. is going in theaters and on HBO Max on Christmas Day. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We did it, boys. Yeah, you you definitely called that shit. Because I was just like, there's no point in. in I don't see. Yeah, I don't see them sitting on that movie too long. Yeah, because the more you sit on it, the older it gets, the more dated it gets. You know, like this movie was supposed to come out at the end of 2018, November. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then no, wait, not 2018. The end of 2019. Okay, November. November. Let's say. I might be wrong on that. It might have been 2018, to be honest. I, I can't remember. But they needed more time to do visual effects. Oh. She was like, I, I need this to look, like, awesome. The effects need to look dope. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And so what I've seen from the trailers, I'm like, the visuals look look good. And yeah, it looks really cool. I liked the first one a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was, I mean, the, the ending was a little weird, but that was about it. Oh, you mean when she was fighting Ares and stuff? Yeah, like? and you can see his mustache and shit. Like that yeah. Was, yeah, that was awkward. Uh, that was a weird fight. <laughs> it was a weird fight. I think uh, with uh, this, the director, Patty Jenkins, she said that, uh, you know, at some point you have to choose to share any love and joy you have to give over everything else. And we love our movie as we love our fans. So we truly hope that our film brings a little bit of joy and reprieve to all of you this holiday season. So with that said, she seems pretty hyped about it, you know, but she also said to watch it in theaters, but I'm like, I'm not watching it in theaters. Again, there's no fucking theaters open. Is there? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if I could, I would, but like, fucking viruses and shit out there. You can't. <laughs> yeah, sorry, bro. But uh, I watch your shit on, on, on uh, my TV. HBO Max. I'll tell you what I thought of it, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'll tell you if I liked it or if I hated it. But it's just... Uh, and also, I feel like it's a, it, this is, like, a big deal because Disney is probably looking like, oh, shit. You know, like, if this... If they release this and this works... You know, we might have to reprioritize how we do Black Widow because we've been saying that for months too. They've been sitting on that way too long. I'm like, put that out on, put that out yeah. on plus, and you could, and they could have did the thirty dollar thing. They did the same shit with fucking Mulan. Mulan, right? And people paid, and were like, a lot of people paid. People that like didn't even want to fucking see it watched it. Oh yeah, because yeah, it, it was the perfect time. It was like in the middle of the summer and stuff like that. And, you know, I think uh, with the HBO Max thing, they're releasing this movie for free. Damn. So you don't even So they're definitely going to take a hit. Yeah, so if you take HBO Max, if you already subscribed to HBO Max for like $17.99 or $14.99, however much it is now, I don't even check anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But but if if you have that, you automatically are going to be able to watch the movie at no extra charge. So That's awesome. So, you know, I think, you know, that was a very bold move because now the game isn't how much money can a movie make, but how much streaming, how much like, like new subscribers can a, one piece of content get. Right. Because it's only going to be on HBO Max for a month. Oh, damn. Really? Like, yeah. Just for, on December, in December, like from Christmas to the end of January and then it's gonna, and then I think it'll go on demand for like 30 bucks or something like that and then you have to like rent it or buy it for that I don't know I don't know how I'm gonna watch it I'm definitely gonna watch it I just don't know how the fuck I'm gonna watch it because I don't have HBO, HBO Max. Max I'll give you I, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give you my login and, okay <laughs> yeah yeah might as well you know but I think well, you know how about we you come over and, and we, we can watch, watch it, it. That's yeah follow me yeah we can do that and I think uh listen HBO, he's gonna we're gonna do it together, okay? He's not gonna have, he's not giving me his login, you know. He's, premium, you know? Yeah, I have a premium account. I think I can make you can make different profiles on your Oh, page. can you? Yeah. I don't know. Never I mind. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not breaking the rules. HBO Max. But I think yeah, well, that's fair. But I think uh with this particular move, it's like this is gonna they're probably gonna have a Snyder Cut, a new Snyder Cut trailer ready to show. Yeah before watching you know yeah it makes you watch it before what if they show you a little scene they show me a little scene no this is what what made me go crazy they showed a little scene but it was in the nightmare timeline 
and somebody we see somebody with like you know their face bundled up or whatever and then they pull it off and it's Gal Gadot but her face is like got like some scars on it or whatever like Wonder Woman in the Nightmare World that would be cool I'd be like oh oh she's alive still you know like or something something crazy like that yeah that would be cool you know like uh, so I don't know. I just think uh, they have an opportunity here to capitalize on the popularity of Wonder Woman and people wanting to watch something on Christmas Day. You know. And bringing more attention to the Snyder Cut, because a lot of people don't know about... The only people who know about the Snyder Cut are people who want it or just keep up with movies. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't know about it, honestly. I mean, no, for real, like, I was talking to some people at work about it. It's like, yeah, man, the Snyder Cut's going to be so sick, and they're like, what's that? And I'm like, they're like, basically redoing the justice league but like the original script and re- reshooting shit and it's right. like hbo max and people are just like oh like that's cool and i'm like <laughs> yeah what what do you mean that's cool like yeah it's fucking awesome <laughs> yeah yeah you kind of have to show some cool stuff and i think they've been holding back a lot since the announcement of it being official like they haven't okay. really shown any new like things that were like oh They've shown, like, some stuff where I'm like, that wasn't in the movie. But, like, they haven't shown all the, like, eye candy moments that we're, like, kind of waiting on. That's fair. Like, so, like, once they start doing the full marketing of it with, like, showing, like, Deathstroke, Joker, you know, like, all these characters that weren't in the original cut, then people will be like, oh, hmm, interesting. You know? Yeah. I'm ready (laughs) for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I think uh, also, uh, you know, uh, they said that, uh, like, the studio is already, like, looking at, like, how much money they'll make from the deal, but they also will give movie theaters a slice of the pie from, like, having the movie play in HBO Max as well. Interesting. Just to make it fair. So it's not like the, the movie theaters feel like, oh, you're stealing business from me. But they're like, hey, we'll give you some some money too, you know, just to let us use the movie for like a month. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, I, you got to get creative at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, and this is a new frontier. Who knows what other movies could pop out of the woodwork? Uh, releasing on HBO Max that were originally like intended for movies, mm-hmm. because. After this year's big movies come out, we won't really have any big movies for a while, you know? Yeah, like, that's true, man. I haven't, <laughs> like, I haven't even thought about that. Like, new movies built up, like, that are being ready, like Jurassic World or whatever, that's supposed to come out in 2022. Mm. I think so. It's just like, you know, next year is just all of 2018. Well, it's because it's so unsure of what's going to happen. Yeah, so it's just like, it, we might need to rethink how we release it. It's been kind of interesting too, because um, you know, over in countries like Japan, you know, there the Japan's pretty much. I mean, you can't go there for tourism right now, but like, you can pretty much go and do everything. It's back to like normal, pretty much, because they like. I mean, they have like spikes, but for the most part, they neutralized it over there. So that's why they don't let anyone in for tourism. Right. Um. So they did uh, the Demon Slayer movie for the from the anime finally came out, which is actually like a canon movie and whatnot. And that like was like the fourth highest grossing movie in Japan, mm. like in history. So it's been interesting to watch like box offices like that change because it has nothing up, nothing 
nothing like uh, from Hollywood to go against. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a brave new world, and if you're not like, like I think if you're not, like theaters aren't prepared for what they're gonna have to face, then you know it's just gonna be, a, a, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be a weird society. Weird, weird time when we come when we come out of the bunkers. Yeah, which you know who knows when that'll be, but yeah, that's another story. Yeah, at least we have <laughs> at least we have Wonder Woman. To, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, I think with that with that said, I'm going to say goodbye to our loyal listeners. Thank you for listening. Later. Till next time. Have a good one.